today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. This time of the show, we often focus on organizations or small businesses that have felt the pinch uh, during COVID-19. And uh, remember Hamilton's Winterfest? You know, I remember talking about Winterfest during years where we didn't have any snow. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the issue this year. It's a global pandemic. Uh, let's bring in Jeremy Freiberger. He is the organizer of Hamilton Winterfest and with us now. Jeremy, thank you for the time. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing very well, sir. Thanks for having me. So uh, for those who may not know, tell everybody what Hamilton's Winterfest is all about. Sure. So Hamilton Winterfest is uh, co-produced by the city and my organization, Cobalt Connects. And it is typically a you know eighteen to twenty day long festival in January and February that creates uh, opportunities for people to get out and and embrace the winter in our Canadian climate. And it's everything from neighborhood groups and associations doing hot chocolate in the park and tobogganing and stuff, and then a combination of arts organizations like the AGH and the Fringe Festival and the Public Library and organization and thrilled about others doing concerts and all sorts of events that you would normally get to go to in person. And as we all know, this year, wildly different. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is, and, you know, for, for any company like Cobalt Connects who is in the business of PR, my goodness, I can imagine what this has done to your, uh, to your industry. So what is going to happen with Hamilton Winterfest? Is it off? What go, what's going on? Sure. So we, we've gone through numerous shifts of, of what the program would be. But um, still, there's about 60 events that are happening between January 29th and February 15th, which is Family Day. Everything from uh, online concerts. We've got a concert this weekend with Chlorel, who's a brilliant musician from Montreal, who's filmed from his home studio. Um, and hopefully some more concerts coming up in the schedule as we get them ironed out. The Frostbites, which is the Hamilton Fringe Festival winter-specific um, theater festival, has five super unique interpretations of what theater can be in this strange time. Everything from uh, performance with you and uh, your friends working with, or you you and your colleagues online, working with an artist who's in their bathroom at home, to uh, a downloadable um, sort of podcast kind of thing where a choir has created a walking tour of Gage Park. And you can go on that walking tour with them whenever you'd like on the privacy of your own earbuds in your ear. So there's a whole mix of things. There's an online studio for kids where they can help make animations with a local team of artists. And then we've created this super cool thing where one of the big pieces of Winterfest is this thing we created called the Winterfest Hub, which would travel to different parts across the city. And it's a combination of light projections and massive inflatable sculptures and all sorts of stuff. Obviously, we can't bring you to the park. So we took it all up to Akmar Estate up on the mountain, uh, stunning heritage facility that rarely gets to be used by the public, and we set it all up there, and we had a team of drone pilots and filmmakers and whatnot um, document the process and create an online 360 video where you get to direct where the camera goes. So you can go to our website, and uh, you become the director of the video, and you get to experience it your own way. Wow, you've got a lot of stuff going on. How did you get through this last? How did you get through this last year? Uh, well, I mean, last year was good. <laughs> yeah, you must have just squeezed in under the wire. We, we did, and it was it was our second year doing the festival. This is only our third year. It's been going for forty six years, but this is only our third year running it. And last year, we literally did the festival, packed up, and my family took off for a week to to Mexico for vacation. And literally flying home was when all the new precautions came in. So, like, we got in just under the wire last year. We joked that. We would win Festival of the Year simply because we got to do our festival. Yeah, <laughs> so, really? Yeah. 
so this year, a whole other ball game. We've gone through so many variations to literally even like last week, uh, canceling a concert the day of as the rules changed. So it's like you plan and you plan and you plan again. And this year, I think so many of us in this sector have just said, you know what, we just got to roll with it. We can't get emotionally attached to things. And uh, and just sort of keep trying to do our best to bring what amazing artists and community members have created to the public in Hamilton however we can to make this weird, uh, this weird time feel a little more comfortable. You know, usually uh, I would assume the major concern is the weather. What's the weather going to be like? Are we going to have snow that's yeah. needed to, to uh, you know, and I remember that being an issue in the past because you just, you can't be sure what the winter is yeah. going to be like uh, in southern Ontario. But man, uh, you know, planning for that is one thing, but there's absolutely no way you can plan for a pandemic. Um, once yeah. once you finished last year and you're sitting through the spring, uh, did you think that, you know, yeah, we'll make it work? When did you realize that? We, we got to do something different that we can't do like we did last year. Yeah, we, I mean, we got to the point where we had planned through this summer what our, what our, what our primary game plan was going to be and what all of our funders and our sponsors bought into. Um, and, you know, we hired staff and all that sort of stuff. We mapped out, like, we, we know 12 parks in the city of Hamilton. We know them backwards at this point. We know where every outlet is and everything, but, um, and it wasn't until September that we got the first round of big changes. And that's when we decided to take more things online. And we augmented our tour so that it was spread out across the city. It was in parks for really long periods of time so that people wouldn't have to congregate and come at a specific time. They could come whenever they wanted over a 12-hour period in each park. And then it was the new set of changes in whatever it was, late December, that said, all right, like all the in-person stuff is squashed. And we, because we're a co-producer with the city, we take all these things back to the Emergency Operations Committee of the city and say, if we change it like this, does that work? Or do we, what do you, do you want us to get rid of food? Do you want us to get rid of hot chocolate? Like, what are the, what are the triggers, you know, that make it something more challenging? So they've been great to work with and that they've been very responsive to us. And, but, having sometimes to deliver really bad news to us and say, you know what, now, like, we actually can't do that thing at all. So it wasn't until maybe, gosh, three weeks ago that we found out we could not do the park tour and we had to go to this 360 camera, hmm. you know, VR experience uh, as a way to try and make it something more than just a photo series. We want to take all that work by all these artists that have done amazing video projection work and stuff and find some way to put it out there that was true to their well, any of these changes that you've made stick, you think, you know, I mean, it, it's, it, you know, the, the key word is pivot here and nimble. I mean, how many times yeah. have we heard those yeah. over and over and over again? And, and obviously you and every organization has had to do that if you're going to stay in business. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that you're doing that, you know, next year when we get back to normal and back out in, you know, outside doing this the way it's supposed to be done, Hamilton Winterfest, that some of these changes are going to stay. I mean, it's it's an interesting question that like I've been you know I have this conversation with other arts programmers like I think every day now you know like what if this is working and and I would say that we've seen like close to a hundred percent increase in our social media following on yeah. whether it's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and and as much as that can feel like really fleeting engagement you know you get people for thirty seconds sometimes. Um, it is opening us up to new people, you know, that, that maybe my marketing would not normally have reached because I was really focused on those neighborhoods we were going to. 
So we're seeing a much broader reach. We're seeing people from across the country tuning into the stuff we're doing, which is great. We're seeing a really tight sort of Hamilton, Burlington, Oakville, Brantford uh, growth going on. So as we move into future years, I think it tells us that there is an audience regionally for some of the stuff we're doing now because we sort of spent the last couple of years shifting how Winterfest looks and feels. And and also that we need to find ways to reach people online that, that can't come, you know, whether it's geographic, whether it's financial, whether it's accessibility, can't come to these in-person events we put on. Mm-hmm. And we need to find honest and genuine ways to engage them online. So I think this practice of documenting what we do and bringing it online in a meaningful way and not just, like I said, like not just a photo spread, but trying to find these really unique interactive ways to engage people online is something that will stick. Um, and also mm. I think like this idea of, you know, holding as long as you can before you nail things down, which is really yeah, hard yeah, on artists exactly. and promoters that we, we have to put deposits down on performers and stuff. And we have to, we don't make the festival the week before, you know, like we spend eight months yeah. making all this stuff. So trying to is there a the website we can go to you know? Jeremy, is there sure, a website we can go to, to take a peek at what you're doing uh, this year with the Hamilton Winterfest? Absolutely. HamiltonWinterfest.ca and all of it's there for you. HamiltonWinterfest.ca. Jeremy Freiberger has been with us, uh, organizer from Cobalt, uh, Cobalt Connects. And uh, the Hamilton Winterfest still on, just like a lot of other things, taking a little different spin this year. Jeremy, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Good luck you, with Doug. Hamilton's Winterfest this year. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.